For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch from The Home Depot. Now, three bags for just nine bucks. It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden, not to mention your spring. Bring on spring color with Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch. Three bags, nine bucks. Now at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 60 per customer. Color selection varies by store. I love it. What up, Robert? No copyrighted music. No copyrighted music. What's up, everybody? How's everyone doing? <laughs> oh, how fun. Good morning. I'm stopping the music now. So I found um, non-copyrighted music. And by the way, if you're wondering who the heck this is, iHeartRadio, um, everybody listening on iHeartRadio, on Spreaker, Facebook Live, and watching on YouTube, good morning. This is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. I'm in a really good mood today, and I don't know if it's because I took mushrooms or what, but I feel amazing. And not the psychedelic kind. I'm playing around with some, uh, some new mushrooms I found. They're really good. Wow. So anyway, this is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. I am really, really excited to be here. Um, it's a great day. So it's kind of funny because every time that we... Um, I've, I'm scheduled. I'm booked. The show is booked until May. And... But sometimes people have to cancel. And then I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to do a solo show. No big deal. Don't know what I'm going to talk about. But, you know, whatever. We'll come up with something, right? And then I saw Lauren online. And I go, you know what? I'm going to ask if she wants to be on the show. Let me tell you about Lauren. I don't even know that much about her. Except this. I mean, I, I do. I know a little bit about her. But we've just gotten to know each other recently. And literally, Lauren is one of the most powerful leaders I have ever seen in my life. I don't even think she fully understands the kind of leader that she is, but she's transforming before my eyes. And on top of that, she's just a genuinely awesome human being that has a heart for other people like you wouldn't believe. And I'm inspired by her every day. I mean, literally, it's been... Golly, has it been three weeks, four weeks? Four weeks since I've gotten to, uh, to since I met her. And, and it's just over that four weeks, I've just watched her fly. And it is amazing. So it is a real honor. We don't even know, well, I don't even know what we're going to talk about, but we're just going to chat because she's terrific and I want you guys to meet her. But really quick, good morning, Facebook audience. It's so good, easy to see you. I know I'm going to go easy on the mushrooms, Michelle. <laughs> hello from, hello from Miss San Diego, my Spanish queen. Rochelle, good to see you. Robert, good to see you guys. Um, if you're wondering who I'm talking to, radio audience, you can come check us out at Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude over on Facebook. 
It's a lot of fun. People comment and just have a good time. So with that said, let's bring the one, the only, Lauren Ward on the show. Thanks. Good morning. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me um, and for that lovely introduction. You made it tear up. Um, oh. And I'm still, as you can hear, working on regaining my voice from uh, And, yeah, I'm super pumped to be here. Similarly, like, down to just get in and chat about anything and everything. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Where are you at right now? It looks like you're smushed against a corner. Weekly whiteboard right there. Uh, so I'm not like smashed, but this angle is preferable instead of like kitchen time. <laughs> I'm I'm wait, I'm getting a green screen um, soon, so I can put this. Ah, I love the echo. Whoa, hate when that happens. Uh, I'm getting a green screen to be able to put the sponsors back here, so I don't have to look at that white door anymore. It's driving me crazy. Um, yeah. So yeah, I like I love my office space. I love my view. I like being in here. But I'm really looking forward to moving into a studio when we start filming. It's going to be great. So because you know, I mean, it's you want to have that space where you can flow and it's fun to vibe. And of course, I'm looking forward to having in studio guests too. Well, that's yes. going to be incredible. So yeah, I agree. You definitely want your Um, playing sound, but I think we're, I think we're good. Yeah, we're fine. I, uh, yeah, you definitely want to have your space be a place where you love to work and feel energetically really good with that creativity and all of that is going to flow such more, so much more easily and fluidly. I hear. Sure. And I, I did want to say, um, everywhere online, I go by Lauren Salon. Oh. Everybody listening. No, no, it's fine. Ward is technically my last name, but I, I, um, yeah, my, my solution, I guess, is I go by my name in Florence Salon, S A L A U N. Salon, okay. Everywhere. All right. Like hair salon. <laughs> but spelled way different. Yeah, so. Well, hold on, wait, 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 wait. The very first thing, though, because right now we're being very un- informal today, but the one thing that will never change. The very first question on this show every day is what are you grateful for today? Today? Well, shoot. Coming out of the weekend that we had together, and I don't know if your audience really knows what you've been up to, but we <laughs> a very intensive leadership training program, which has been phenomenal. And that is, that and that whole experience has been incredible. And Though I want to say specifically today, what I'm really grateful for is my dad came into town last night just to, he was going to Arizona and um, stayed the night here with me and my husband as, you know, a little pit stop. And I had so much fun hanging out with him. And he happened to bring some DVDs of like family slideshow, like pictures and stuff. So he pop some down in there and like watch like. I mean, how cute was that? It was so fun. So that's what I'm really grateful for. Had some beautiful quality time with Matt's daddy. 
That's awesome. I love it. Uh, good morning, Tyler Renee. Uh, yes, ALA, way to take yourselves on. Good morning, Carlos. He says, we are awesome. Mr. Hello, Karen. Hello, Mr. Lauren Harris. One of the greatest speakers of all time, but he's also a fantastic human being. Robert, good morning, my friend. Good to see you. Michelle, all the way from Spain. Shannon, aren't you in London? Good to see you. Uh, Tammy, Indiana, welcome to the show, everybody. Good morning. I'm with the amazing Lauren Salon, not Lauren Ward, what I said. Ward's a real last name, but... You know what? I call myself I call myself the world's mayor. So whatever, you know, it's good. <laughs> yeah. And so Tyler, I don't. Have, did you have you met Tyler yet? No. Oh. Wait. You have to meet Tyler. Hopefully, we get to meet her uh, in level three, or you get to meet her in level three training. She's one of the finest humans I know. So, anyway, so that's really cool. So, where does your dad live? Um, my parents live in Sonoma County, Petaluma. Oh, wow. And you live where? Los Angeles, Studio City. That's right. I knew that. You've told me like four times. And, and, and it's just kind of like the name thing. So let me ask you something. Yeah. Like, do, do you remember? I know we no, no specifics here, but do you struggle remembering names? Uh, up until now, I think that was definitely something that had been a challenge for me. And I think one of the amazing things that I've gotten to work on in an area that I have really been able to grow and stretch in the last few weeks of doing ALA's, this program that, which is how Joshua and I met, um, is by being more present and not like having my phone in my hand every five seconds or thinking about like what's on my to-do list for later as I'm talking to another person, you know? being so much more present with people, whether it's somebody who comes up to chat with me at my gym or people that I'm coaching or my husband, you name it. And that has dramatically changed for me. And so, yes, I think I used to not be really awesome at remembering names. And uh, now I'm confident that I'm much better at it because I feel very much more present and grounded in the moment. Tammy says goldfish syndrome. I don't know what that is. You're going to have to let me know what that is, Tammy. Um, I don't know what that is. They have a memory of like one second or Oh, it, you know what? For me, I'm always focused on making eye contact and presenting myself, but then I always miss the name. Like I've always missed the name and I've used a lot of excuses and... That is something now that I'm so embarrassed by and especially being around 70 amazing people and to not remember all of their names and but love them is kind of like a shit sandwich. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I now like, I hear you with that. And as we, at the end of the day, um, from this past weekend, I was looking around the room and like, I can say, I know everybody's name now and like a day ago, maybe half. And I think it's so much about making that intentional connection, that heart connection with somebody. And I will say, like, it doesn't feel good to forget somebody's name. No. That feels shitty. And so I will say, if I've forgotten someone's name and I already met them, I will go up and apologize. Like, hey, 
I'm so sorry. I know we talked. I forgot your name. Can we? Can you tell me something like fun about you, or something you're really interested in, or passionate about, so that we can like have a chat right now, and I can embed that a little bit more in about who you are more into my brain, because that'll help me remember you. Yeah. And and then you establish a a better connection. I think you're able to um, ingrain that more. Yes, Brian. Say my name. Say my name, indeed. Natasha says, don't worry, I forget my own name sometimes. <laughs> Brain freeze. Um, yeah, and I use Karen to help me remember names. That's absolutely true. So I'm curious, how many of you out there that are watching struggle to remember people's names? And how does it make you feel when you don't remember their name? Because it's, I mean, I, I know for me, like I'm taking it as a personal challenge. Like I, I just have to now do that because that was one piece of humble pie that was delivered to me so so I want to know something really quick so I I mean I've I've gotten an idea of what you're passionate about and a little bit of what your vision is but why don't you tell the audience like what inspires you come up for me um, is my recognition that alcohol is not good for me. Okay. Um, I mean, I know that's like, well, no shit, dummy. Well, I would say that with that, I'm going to interrupt you because I think with that, it's so much, I am not one to advocate like restriction when, when it comes to diets. I think if somebody recognizes that alcohol is a challenge for them or it makes you less of the person that you want to be right or like i don't drink very much not because i mean 
I enjoy alcohol from time to time. I've definitely overdone it before. Uh, but for me, shoot, I think like one after age 25, it's like one drink. The next day it feels like times 10. So for me, I like to get up super early. I like to feel like a freaking superhero all day long. And so I'm selective with when I have alcohol because I know that I'm going to feel a little bit more tired the next day or my like face is going to feel a little puffy. Yeah. Energy is going to be a little lower. And so I think it's just right, having that balance. And if, yeah, and I think it's fine to, you know, say, no, this is not for me. I'm not going to do it. But that balance and being able to still enjoy the like naughty things that you like. Naughty. Like pizza or like ice cream. <laughs> Yeah, when it, for me, I I've always and I battled my you know cocaine abuse and, and alcohol abuse, and then I got to this place where I'm like, okay, I just want to make healthy choices for my life, and so drinking wasn't a big thing. I wasn't getting smashed, and but I care about this show. I care about the TV show that's being developed. I care about my mission, and anything that's taking away from that is is something that I have to remove, at least until uh, temporarily. And so while we're in this process going into level three, and then I'm going to see, I'm, I'm really considering doing the PhD program. I really want to eliminate alcohol so I can really use this time to learn how to sit in emotions. Because honestly, I've never done that ever. I've never sat through the pain. I've never allowed myself just to cry. I've never allowed myself just to feel until it basically just erupts out of me. But when I'm in that place, it's also where my rage comes from. And so, like, I just, I, I realize I don't need it. Like, I, that has been the biggest thing is, like, I don't feel like I need it anymore. And that's been yeah. massive for me. And that, and I want to get freaking spirit ripped. Like, I want to have a six-pack. Like, when I'm on when I'm on stage speaking or presenting or doing anything, like I want to be able to say I'm fit in all areas of my life, mind, body, and soul. Not just being able to talk a good game and not like I want to back it up with everything I do. You know, it's so important to me. And like that's what I like about you is that you you do have that balance. And so when I tell you that you inspire me, that is one ways that you one way that you do that. So. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I think what you said about not needing it, and that that's the differentiating factor. So making sure that whatever these things are that might be bad or unhealthy, recognizing if it is controlling you or if you're controlling it. <laughs> so, and, and that, and if it has power over you or you are the one in control of the situation. So... So yeah, if using alcohol, even if it's one drink, to take the edge off when you're feeling stressed, that's not an appropriate, in my opinion, way to use alcohol. If it's yeah. recreational to enjoy with a meal or have conversation with a friend, and you can have a conversation with a friend or enjoy a meal without having alcohol, I think that's fine. Yeah. And and like for me, with um, I know we've talked about how I'm, I'm doing a fitness 
competition or in prepping for a month, which can seem like a very restrictive and like, I think you said, are you still doing your crazy food thing? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, 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 my, that's my special language I have. <laughs> And it, it can seem very restrictive, and I think that a lot of people approach fitness competitions and fitness and health in a really restrictive way. And that's not my style, and that is not how I want to live my life. And so that was a big reason why I never wanted to do a competition, because I didn't want to have to stop eating butter or things like that. And so for me, you know, I'm yeah, following guidelines and have, I have specific numbers that I hit each day as far as nutrients go and macros, but I have a lot of flexibility and creativity in that, and that was critical for me. Otherwise, I would not have wanted to do this, and I think you can totally figure out a way to do it like that. Um, and for me, it has also allowed me to live more in the moment and present with what I'm doing, and it's been so much fun, too, to have, like, I feel like I'm a food scientist and I'm like, oh, so how can I, these are the numbers I'm going for, what can fit into that? How can I like play with those options today? And I really wanted to do it to bring me back to feeling a sense of purpose in my workouts. Mm-hmm. I love working. I work out every day, six days a week, and I, I've been an athlete my whole life, so I need to sweat regularly. Otherwise, like, I don't, I don't, I don't even deserve a shower. What's the point? You know, I didn't do anything today. I just was a human around, not sweating. And so I, that's so important to me. And it's, I love my gym time and my workout time, but I've been feeling a little stale with it. And like, there wasn't a clear focus aside from just being healthy for life, which I think is reason enough. But I was really craving um, clarity and focus in that since it's allowed me to revitalize and have a lot more fun in my day-to-day, like, in the moment stuff. I, I love that. A really quick, Kat says, I've noticed uh, that when I shake or hug someone's hand, if I take the time to look longer in their eyes, I remember their name better. That's really good advice. Yes. Um, Robert, the buzz that just doesn't measure up to what happens when I help someone feel better about themselves. Wow, well put. Um, and then Natasha says, remove that in your life that does not serve you. If it does not serve you, it doesn't serve you. And my man Jason, yes, my bald brother, it's good to see you. Um, not not our Jason, different, another Jason, um, who's and also. By the way, yeah, look, there's there's actually there's he's where'd he go? He's in here somewhere. Where'd he go? Oh my gosh, he's in the comments somewhere. He is a good dude. This guy right here, Cisneros. He is he is seriously changing the world. Um, he, I mean, everything going after sex trafficking around the world. He's just a man that he's back. Every he's not all talk. Very successful in business, but he is changing the world. He's 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 our he's our kind of people. I promise you, he's great. Um, so, by the way, speaking of hugs, what what was your biggest takeaway out of hugging thirty plus strangers? Good morning, John. What happens in Fight Club stays in Fight Club, man. What? Um, I said, what happens in Fight Club stays in Fight Club. No, you can talk. We did that in the streets. It's not Fight Club. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, I loved it. I had, it was really fun. And I, 
takeaway, how something that simple can make a very profound difference for somebody. You know, we had people giving us feedback that was like, I just felt, it felt very healing. Like a hug from a random stranger on the street. And so we did this exercise where we were hugging people on the streets of San Diego. Leave it at that. And yeah, people said it felt very healing. You know, I had a couple who I asked and they both were like, no, this was perfectly timed because we had to put one of our dogs down today. And an older man who was seen like pretty like rough on the outside, he's like, you know, it just felt really warm and just like wonderful human connection. And so it was really cool. And yeah, I liked it. And I, I'm going to share this in our ALA group later, but I will tell all you wonderful people here. Um, yeah, they, they like inside information. Yeah, so I made the decision to uh, forgive somebody, a woman at my gym who had been gossiping about me about a year ago. And I never confronted her about it. It was somebody who has a reputation for that. I didn't even know her. I'd never had a conversation with her. But when this came up, learned that she has a reputation for this, and I'm like, I'm not even going to get into that and confront her. Not, it's such a waste of my time. And then my feelings were hurt in that situation. And, you know, like, come on, man. Knowing, though, that it's not about me. It's about whatever is happening in this person's life. And so... But, but I'm like pretty feisty, so I'm like, what the hell? You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, first. And then I was like, no, 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 Lauren, like, don't be like that. That is more energy than the situation deserves. Uh-huh. Delete it. And mm-hmm. so I then go the ice cream route and delete the human from my brain, which also isn't necessarily the best, most compassionate approach either. And right. so I woke up yesterday feeling like, Today, if I see this person at the gym, I don't see her at the gym every day. I go generally at the same time, see a lot of the same people. She's not there every single time. And I was like, if she's at the gym today, we are having a conversation with her, and we are loving on her and telling her we forgive her, no matter what. And she may be nasty back, and I'm, I'm gonna expect her to be, to really love this and receive this, but if that's not the case, that's okay. We're still gonna just like put it out there and do it. And I, it was really funny because she was the first, one of the first people I saw when I walked in the gym. I was like, going to put myself in the locker. I was like, oh, we're doing it. <laughs> and I came back out and I'm like, uh, she, she's on the treadmill. We'll do it later if she's still up there. And I go upstairs, start stretching and stuff. You know, I'm like, oh, you know, what's happening? And I'm not one to shy away from confrontation. Like, I confronted like five other women who, jumped in on the gossip train when this was going on right there at the gym. Like, hey, ladies, let's stop. That was pretty obvious. What's going on? And yeah, so I saw this when I go upstairs. I'm stretching and stuff. She comes up and ends up on a stationary bike like five feet away from me. And I'm like, got it. Got it. (laughs) So I made eye contact with her and I smiled. And she smiled, genuine smile. And I, like, I have looked right through her the last six months, and I know that I can use, have been in the past, able to use my negative presence and energy very, very strongly and recklessly, I would say. Me too. And, yeah, 
And so I looked at her and I smiled and she smiled and then a few seconds later she complimented me on my progress and so I stood up and went over and chatted with her and we got into a great conversation. I'm asking her, she just had a baby, I'm asking her about what it's like being a mom right now and how that's going and all this stuff. And yeah, and it ended great. And then I went back and sat down. Because you know what I didn't do? Say I forgive you. And so I sat back down and I'm like, that was great, Lord. Uh, you didn't actually follow through completely on what you said we were going to do. So you get to get up again and complete this action. And so I'm like, okay. So I got back up and went over. I'm like, actually, I need to say something else to you. And I told her, I forgave her. And there was a little uh, defensive, not defensiveness, like in a combative way, but a little bit of rationalization and justification. I was like, hey. I, it doesn't bother me. It hurt my feelings back then. Like, it doesn't bother me. I also want to apologize for, like, burning a hole for you with my eyes and looking at you like you don't exist. Because that's not fair. Because you're just another human who's humaning like I am. I don't know what's going on in your life. Like, humaning? Humaning, yeah. Um, I'm going to Google that. I don't, I don't know that word. Uh, and so I told her that, and she, you can tell, like, you know, so glad that you had that experience because it's it's it, it's basically will help train your brain that these apologies are, are beneficial yep. stupid echo <laughs> it where did it come from it's just like all of a sudden there's an echo um so i had a confrontation a really quick because i know that you have something to do but i had a confrontation with a very well-known motivational speaker because i went to an event and he was like, yeah, man, hit me up, hit me up, hit me up. And, like, and I, I did. And then he didn't respond. And then two weeks later, it happened again. Where he was like, yeah, man, hit me up, let's collaborate. I messaged him, nothing. I know he read the message too. And then about two, three months later, I get a message for like doing an intro and to, to this guy. And, and I was like, yeah, I know who he is. And the person said, and he said, well, how do I know you? And I go, well, actually we met two different times and you told me to reach out and contact you. And I did. And you blew me off. And then I was kind of a real, I was a jerk right after that. I was not nice. And I felt very justified in what I did until I felt guilty. Um, and 
I ran into him at an, an event, the, the red carpet event I did where I was you know, doing interviews. So much fun. But I ran into him and I was like, oh, God, no. Oh, I'm gonna ha- I, kill- I, I felt that poison, that anger, that hiding, that resentment, that wanting to go run and hide and not have confrontation. And I go, no, I have to apologize. It's the right thing to do. It's, it's, I, w- I know I was wrong. I don't like what he did, but I was wrong. So I went up to him and I said, hey, can I, can I talk to you? Can I clear something with you? And he goes, yeah. And he looked at me and I said, I'm Joshua. Because he didn't know who I was. Again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm Joshua. He goes, oh. <laughs> and then I just said, I want you to know that I was, I, I, the, I, I, my feelings are really hurt by what had happened by you blowing me off because I really look up to you and admire your success and what you've done and what you're doing for other people. When you blew me off, it hurt my feelings and I responded like a three-year-old. I, w- I was a child. And I just said, but I'm sorry. That is not a reflection of who I am. And that is how I got the opportunity to speak to the homeless kids in Skid Row. Because it was his organization that invited me, that gave me that opportunity. And obviously not every time you apologize, you get something like that. But yeah. it's so it was so healing. Even if he never invited, even if he would have said, okay, whatever. I could at least go, all right, I've cleared this with myself now because I know that does not align with my values and what I'm about. So I commend you on doing that. Thank you. Likewise. And I think when you do that, because that was something that I went into that situation and mean like, okay, yeah, you feel like you're like a magical unicorn right now, especially coming off of like transformation. Hi, I'm like, oh, I can change the world every human. Right. In the interaction. Which, again, expectations, trying to control the situation, trying to just be in the moment with it. And so I reminded myself, you know what? Like, she also might not communicate a really positive reaction. And and so I was prepared for whatever, however that was going to go. And knowing that if it didn't have the type of outcome that I was hoping for, that I'm sure if she had gone home, it still would have struck her in some way and still would have been important and meaningful, even if she didn't necessarily show that in person. And I'm so grateful that she did and that it broke down some walls and um, of course it made me feel better, but it made me, it was so much better to know that yeah, that it made a difference for her. Yeah. And that even if, even if she was weak to me, she wasn't. That I was like, no, even if I get attitude back, I know that it is changing her life. For the better. <laughs> All right, I'm holding you accountable. You said you have to be gone oh, at 9.30. Flexible. I'm going to the gym to get my sweat on. Okay, go make it happen. Okay. But... Everyone, people love you. You're great. Absolutely good thinking there, yeah, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me. I love this. No, I, I'm 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 grateful that you came on. I you I mean, you know you know how I view you and what I think about you. So it's a blessing for me to have you on the show today and let people see you. Don't be surprised if you get some friend requests um, and people are supporting what you're doing. So 
thank you again. I can't wait to uh, see you on Friday. Me too. I'm so excited. I'm right. I miss. I miss everybody bad. I feel like it's like my brothers and sisters are all gone. I'm like, oh, come back. <laughs> so. I love. I can't wait. And thank you so much. I admire you and respect you so much, and I love what you're doing thank as you. well. And I love. Yeah, all these people showed up to tune in. This is awesome. Very cool. Have a blessed day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Lauren, everybody. She's awesome, right? All right. Absolutely terrific. Gym time, LA Fitness. Go get it, Jason. My bald brother. My other bald brother, Jason. (laughs) Uh, Sarah, thank you so much. I love you too. You're amazing. Lauren is a star. Absolutely. Um, Let's see. Yeah, good thinking. Yeah, you guys are terrific. Thank you for joining. So here's, here's what's happening today. I'm not fully committed to this. I'm gonna I'm gonna try this, but um, I'm gonna be going live from three of the four pages I have now. Um, I'm gonna be going live from Live Mono Worldwide tonight. I'm gonna be going live at two o'clock. Um, yeah, two o'clock today with my friend Cat, who's incredible. That's gonna be on my Joshua T. Berglund page. Um, so here's the deal. I'm gonna put this out there because I need to do it. Um, I am putting together. So as you know, I've my this show is getting a new show that's going to be on the E360 network that will be on 186 million screens a day. 186 million screens a day, which, you know, look, I've got three screens in front of me right now, so it's not like 186 million people, but it is a lot of screens that it's available to. Um, I'm looking for sponsors for Morning Gratitude. Um, we are going to be traveling all over the world, and this is very, very important that you guys hear this and why the TV show is, why there is going to be a TV show. I'm not trying to be a celebrity, okay? But I do know that the power of media is, is really the most powerful thing, uh, well, outside of the universe and God and outside of that. But I mean, the media is extremely powerful. And my vision for the TV show, which is why it's a TV show, because this is how I pitched it, is that Morning Gratitude is going to travel to London, to South Africa, to South America, to England, to to Paris, to Australia, to New Zealand, to China, to Korea, Tokyo, Japan, all over the world to work with local HIV, uh, mental health, homelessness, poverty, um, and sex, sex and physical abuse uh, organizations, and also the local governments in those areas. Um, it's extremely important. Here's why. Because I want to be able to start in each location to start develop awareness and also to encourage people to be able to come out of the shadows, to be able to come up and speak their truth so they can finally live authentic and joy-filled lives. When the government sees how the transformation is happening in these people, it will eventually influence and start changing their decision making. We will create such a groundswell of support in all of these areas. Because again, you know, you start here and it just sprinkles out, sprinkles out, sprinkles out, sprinkles out. It goes everywhere, right? So by at that time, we will create such a groundswell of support and also a loving environment so that people who are affected with HIV, for people that are affected with mental health disorders, for people that struggle with poverty and homelessness, and people that struggle because they were sexually and physically abused, 
when those people know how to get help, the right kind of help, not motivational videos, the right kind of help. When they know that and they see that way and they see that path to freedom, to be able to give that to them and give them life is so important to me because without that, I would not be where I'm at now. And if you don't know, I'll say it again. I'm somebody that has HIV. I'm somebody that battles with mental health disorders. I am somebody that has been homeless. And I am somebody that was sexually and physically abused. It is, and I also, because I became an abuser, I also know the importance of breathing life into those people so that they know that they can change and they have a chance. So by giving hope to those people, and here's the thing, here's the thing that you need to know, as broken as you may feel, like if you're empty inside and broken, do you know that God can use you for the most extraordinary things? Because you ain't dead yet, and everything that ever happened to you in your life can be a gift if you choose for it to be. And that gift is for other people, not you. And Bo, by default, by default, that gift will bless your life and bring you joy beyond measure. God bless. I wish I would have known this a long time ago, or I wouldn't have, I, I, I would have, I, I would have turned, I could have turned, I, I could have, I didn't. <laughs> I guess I had some more train wrecks to get into. But the fact is this, as broken as you are now, as broken as you you feel and as empty as you feel in that dark cloud that may follow you all over the place. The fact is this, all of that can be turned around and you can inspire and bless people all over the world. The, broke, the more broken you are, the more you can be used for greatness. And that is a fact and I'm living freaking proof of it. So by traveling all over the world and doing this and working with the governments and starting to make train, change, think of it like a grassroots effort that's global. So then, by the time that I get to the United Nations, I will be able to enroll them. They will not be able to deny the mission. They will not be able to de deny the results and wake up to the fact that what is happening in the world is not working. There's too many people that feel like they have to hide from their past. There's too many people that feel like they have to hide from their hurt. There's too many people that feel like that telling the truth will cause them too much pain. Let me tell you something from experience. Not telling the truth hurts a lot freaking worse than standing in your truth. I promise you, I give you my word that by declaring your truth and speaking your truth, you will be set free. So... I want to bring the light into the darkest corners of the world. And by then, by the time we get to the UN, and I say yes because I cannot do it alone, but by the time I get to UN, the UN, there will be such a groundswell of support, we won't be denied. We won't be stopped. And the other thing that's extremely important is that, look, I'm, I'm, I'm committed to finishing my book. I'm committed to being on any stage that will have me. I'm, will, I'm committed to going into prisons and speaking and doing everything I can to bring light into this dark, dark world. And, and it's going to be dark. 
And look, there's a light. There's a lot of there's amazing positive stuff all over the world, but it's dark when you're holding a secret. Your light is not shining as bright as it should if you're holding on to secrets, if you're hanging on to hurt. And that, with everything in me, is is my passion, my purpose, and my vision for why. I'm asking you, if you know people that would want to sponsor that TV show, please let me know. It's not about me. It's not. But unfortunately, without money, there's no way to do this. Okay? I'm not asking for you to give me money. I'm saying, will you sponsor the show? That's it. It's not, you don't, I'm not talking about this one. I'm talking about the one that goes on TV. So, if, if you know people, that would be interested, that want to be part of that movement. And trust me, I won't be stopped. I won't be. And now is probably the best time to get into it because I will get sponsors. Um, and then you know how it works. As the show grows, people charge more. You know. Also, the other thing that's going to happen is that I'm going to be donating a percentage. The percent, official percentage is not confirmed yet. But I'm going to be denote, donating a percentage of the, the, the show profits um, and or what the show earns to the Elton John AIDS Foundation. That's it's also extremely important to me. I'm working with them on another project too. Um, they are a legitimate charity. They're global and they are actually making change. So that is something that's very, very dear to my heart and very, very important. So that's what's happening. Um, so I'll be back at two o'clock with my friend Kat uh, really quick. So my twin sister abuse is on my book. Just needed introduce my book is what you're saying. Okay, Lisette, I'd love to have you on the show. I don't know how good your English is, but I would love to have you on. Um, for God so loved the world, he gave his only son, gospel. Yep, yep, amen, amen to that. Yes, I would love to have you, Lisette, all the way from Paris. Um, yeah, you guys are terrific. John, thank you. Good, mo good morning, everybody. Thank you guys so much for joining the show today. Um, let's make it happen, okay? Let's make it happen. So I'm out of here. God bless. I'll see you in a couple hours. Bye-bye. For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro colored bark mulch from the Home Depot. Now three bags for just nine bucks. It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden, not to mention your spring. Bring on spring color with Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch. Three bags, nine bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 60 per customer. Color selection varies by store.